Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name is Sunny. I'm here with my co-host, Caleb. Hello. And I just realized we didn't turn on any background music. Can we do a remote so we can turn on background music? Fair. <laughs> I gotta have that background music. Anyway, so, of course, we want to start today's episode by thanking all of our wonderful sponsors. So, of course, we want to take a moment to thank, of course, Gem Accessories, as well as, of course, Steel Fox Games, Millennium Threads, and ETB Games for their continued support of the podcast. Of course, we want to thank all of our wonderful, wonderful patrons for their support. And of course, the number one way that you can show your support for the podcast is, of course, by either if you're on YouTube, going ahead and subscribing or commenting about whatever we're talking about today and letting us know how you feel about it. Or if you are on Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts or various platforms, go ahead and give us a follow. And of course, most importantly, if you have a friend that you also know likes podcasts, Mm -hmm. share it with them. Uh, That is the number one way to support the channel. So with that said, let's go ahead and get on into today's main topic. So we over the weekend went to the fort worth regional in fort worth texas or dallas texas and we we definitely attended the event yeah we were there we were definitely there so let's start the story off early because we both know there's this is like an entire story oh boy even before we get there before we leave so, for those that don't know, because we do have some newer listeners, we we both work full-time. Mm-hmm. And as much as this is a passion project for us... It is also another full-time job, just about. Right. So, um, we... Uh, and we don't... We can't... Caleb at least knows when his hours are. I don't. Yeah. My job as a UPS driver starts at either 9 or 9.30 in the morning, depending on the day of the week, and goes until my truck is empty. Mm. And then sometimes after my truck gets empty, they say, here's more work. Go empty it again. Yep. Now, this has good days when I get in right around eight hours of work, or it has bad days. And Friday was a bad day. So because of nature, uh, life... Good Friday as a UPS driver, at least in my building, always sucks because everybody calls into work because everybody wants to spend Good Friday with their families. They go to crawfish boils and barbecues and things like that. Yeah, this, that, and the other. Which I respect. But in a UPS delivery center that only has 30 drivers, when 11 are gone, it's rough. Because then those... However many drivers are left, yeah, yeah, like the twenty-something drivers I left have to do the work of all of them. Yeah, 
So that was less than ideal. I went in at, I got to work at around 8.45 Monday or mm. Friday. I got to work at around 8.45. I get there kind of early so that I can go through my car, yeah. you know, make sure I don't have any misloads, line up all my packages. Left the clocked in at 9.30, clocked out at 11.15 mm-hmm. p.m. Mm-hmm. So I worked just about a 14-hour shift. And throughout the course of that 14-hour shift, I was like trying to like figure out what I'm going to play for Dallas and mm-hmm. figure out my list and this, that, and the other. Coordinate with you. Make sure we're still good to go. Mm-hmm. And then I get I get home from work. I have to shower. I have to pack. Mm-hmm. I have to get all this stuff. I have to get ready to go. Because I, when I fall asleep at 1.30 in the morning, my alarm goes off two hours later. Yep. And you, thank goodness, called me to double check and make sure I was awake. Yeah, right when I got up. Right. So... Which I got, yeah, you know, because I I ended up having to go to bed at like two o'clock in the morning. I thought you went to bed at one, two. You told me it was one. No, no, no. I said, yeah, no, I'm in the same boat. Oh, like, I just thought you went to bed at one because I said I had two hours of sleep and yeah. you said me too. Yeah, but no, no, no. I went to bed at like two. Got up at three. The worst part, I laid down at like ten, eleven. Jeez. Well, no, I know, I know when. When I was at work at 10 o'clock, we were still on the phone. Mm-hmm. And you didn't print out a deck list until you texted me when I was on my way home. You're like, okay, I'm printing out my deck list. It was like 1130. Yeah, yeah, no. Like after that, I just went and laid down immediately after that. Oh, yeah. You did say after that you were going to lay down. You just couldn't get to sleep? Uh, so right as I was fine, because it takes me a while to start kind of drifting, drift off, and then finally fall asleep. Right as I was about to fall asleep. Some stuff happened that I don't feel like talking about on the podcast. Sure. Um, and I ended up not being able to actually go to sleep until about 2 a.m. Oof. So I got a power nap. Woke up an hour later. Hopped out of bed. Called you. Yeah, thank goodness you did. Got dressed. My alarm was not doing it. Yeah. Uh, it was my second alarm that woke me up, not my first one. Yeah, yeah. Got dressed. Left. Yeah, I I showered, got cleaned up and everything. Had a little bite to quick bite to eat as well. Better than me. I think you said you made eggs? Uh no, I had soup. Oh, that's what it was. Soup. Yeah. Uh <laughs> it was leftover soup. Yeah. Listen, I'm of the opinion that if it's not it's not like the the my phone might change over at midnight, <laughs> but to me the new day doesn't start until four o'clock. Anything before four o'clock is still yesterday. <laughs> So, for me, the day changes over after I've woken up. Right. Well, I go... So, what I'm saying is, you didn't have breakfast. You had a very late dinner. (laughs) So, I wake up at 3.30. Luckily, I'd taken time the night before to pack all my bag. Yeah. The only thing I had to do was I let the battery on the camera charge. Yeah. So, I had to pull the camera battery, go ahead and put it in the camera, and load that up and everything. And then we start, you get here about that time. Luckily, all my other stuff is packed. We get out, we get on the road, and we're cruising along. It's four, we get we got out, the, out here right at just like, what, 4.05, 4.10? At the latest. Four o'clock in the morning. We're on two out, one, two hours of sleep. Yep. And we drive all the way there. Mm-hmm. We stop once at Bucky's yep. just just outside of Fort Worth. You get some burritos. Yeah, yeah. You got these like these giant like what are they what they call them? beast burritos. Yeah, beast burrito. It had like bacon, everything. Bacon, sausage, egg, but everything you would put in a breakfast burrito. They had it in there. Except onions. Except onion and bell pepper. Which I'm fine with no bell pepper, because to me bell pepper is like extra strong, but I would have liked onions. Anyway. So and the, the burritos are like Bigger than any fast food burrito by far. Um, they're also they were also kind of short though. Is the thing they were big around, but they were short. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say that they were probably like um, it, they're almost like that. Uh, shorter than that. 
No, no, no. They it, were like this. It was almost. It was a full hand grip, and I had big hands. It was yeah, yeah. It was almost as if they took like two Taco Bell burritos and then like phased half of them into each other. Yeah, and then took and wrapped like three more around it. I mean, the burrito was this big around. Yeah, no, no. I'm talking about like the big uh, Taco Bell burrito. There is no such thing as a big Taco Bell burrito. Yeah, the um, they don't. Well, you go to a Mexican restaurant and get a big burrito, but. It was almost like a burrito you'd get at a Mexican restaurant. Just shorter. Just short. Yeah. Compacted. And I didn't realize they were, I did not know they were $8 a piece. So I got two of them. Yeah. And they were $8 a piece. Yeah. They were good though. And I also did, it didn't register to me how big and filling they were going to be. And so I ate one and I was like, ooh, this is too much. I ate the other one for lunch. Yeah. Good move. Good move. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, because it was still hot in the car. So when we got back, we got back out in the car, they were warm. And... Don't judge me for that because car food is fine until the next day. As long as there's no dairy. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And there was very, very small amounts of cheese in that burrito. Oh, yeah. So, honestly, they could have used more cheese. Anyway. A lot more cheese. So, we get food. We get there. uh, We register. Mm -hmm. Luckily, we rolled up about 8.30, 8.40. So, we had time. Register... Standing, we I have to. We both have to write out deck lists because we're stupid and didn't yep. print out the right deck lists. So we write out our deck lists. We get everything done, and thank goodness we got there early because, buddy boy, at ten o'clock they still had a line mm-hmm. out from, the door. Yep, from the stage all the way around to the door. And at ten o'clock they said, "Duelists, we've reached capacity." So everyone standing in line will not be able to play. He, yeah, that dude did not sugarcoat it. He just went, "That's it. We're done." Yeah, you are welcome to participate in sorry. the side events that we have today. But yeah, sorry, this is it. Yeah. So they capped the event at five hundred players. Mm-hmm. There were nine rounds of Swiss and sixty-four invites. The goal was Caleb gets his invite. Yep. That did not happen. Oh, yeah. Caleb wanted an invite, and I wanted to top to get my deck box. Yeah. Um, neither of those things happened. Yeah. Still had fun, though. Yeah. Um, I... Met some cool people. Yeah, for sure. Uh, if you met us at the regional, what's up? We, we, we appreciate you. Because we did meet a handful of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to... Ooh, I want to show off the card that I picked up. Can I show off the card that I picked up? Sure. You start telling about your rounds, and I'm going to get it because it's in my bag. Okay, sure. Uh, So my round one was against Hero. I lose the die roll. Yeah, Hero. I lose the die roll. Uh, He presents a board, and I'm staring at like, huh, this board isn't that bad. It's like an absolute zero, uh, a dark, uh, one of the darks I left on board, and like, set back row and they pass i'm like i got this normal summon blue tang activate effect he goes marincess okay. oh pause pause it real quick so we can show off his card okay my um i don't know that the camera's gonna focus on it but i'm gonna try i gonna try yeah. yeah i spent my sorrows away it's not one keeps trying to focus on you <laughs> this is so scuffed it's so, it's so funny yeah it's an it's an ulti the stalos the firestorm at first dead anyway so i normal summon blue tang activate effect he goes princess cool imperm chain mask change and a dark law ew and i'm like huh I spent, I don't know if they heard it on the camera, I spent my horrible regional sorrows away. Yeah. And then I just kind of looked at my hand of all engine. So he went full board uninterrupted and went, nah, game two. <laughs> Won't even gonna bother. Game two, I go first, and I just go full board pass. And he looks at his hand and goes, huh. Game three. Oh, no. <laughs> so he starts. And he go and I have stuff I can do. Okay. And like when you say stuff you can do, you mean like I had Imperm Valor. 
Okay. That's and something. He, yeah. And he goes, and he looks at his hand and goes, oh no. Oh. He does some stuff. I stop him from go, from really doing a whole lot. Um, he ends up summoning, like, he ends up summoning Aqua Dolphin. Aqua Dolphin affects fires off. And I'm like, I'm going to lose Valor here, no matter what I do. Sure. So I'm just going to go ahead and Valor it. Because I'm going to lose Valor no matter what. So, he ends up with, like, he ends up with, like, two heroes on board. And then he sets two back. I, he did not get a single search off. Not, okay, nothing. Uh, well, he got a Strato search, and that's it. Okay. And he sets two back row and passes. And I go, cool. Draw. Standby, he flips um, Mash Change and changes one of his darks back into Dark Law. Okay. And I go, uh-huh, Gamma Seal. <laughs> I mean, that's the way to get rid of the Dark Law. And I'm like, all right. And I uh, normal summon Blue Tang, activate effect. He's like, sure. And I, uh, it's all I got. I got a one-car combo going. I'm going, I'm going, and I make Anemone. He goes on anemone summon. Does it have does its effect activate on summon? I was like, no, it does not. You have something to activate here. He goes, yes, I do. Super poly. Yeah. And super poly's away his Mally and my anemone into Ab Zero. Oh. I have no way to continue. That's rough. Yeah. He just hard opened mass change and super poly. I mean, Super Poly is a heck of a card. Yeah, what do you do? So, okay, so round So I lose. <laughs> okay, round one, I have a good one, too. Round one, I played against... Da-da-da-da! Ninjas! Bro. Caleb, have you read all of the ninja cards? I've played against ninjas before. How'd you do? I beat them. I didn't. So... Gamma Seal's a heck of a card. <laughs> I played against ninjas it was brutal game one was 18 minutes game two was 19 minutes and we went into game three he i went first game three and i went bored as fast as physically possible he proceeded to go he makes like four or five plays passes to me mm-hmm. i play a little bit and i play a little bit keep it going as best i can and i look up he has no wait wait did i go first yeah i went first because he basically go was i just pricked or did he go first? You might have been bricked. Now that I think about it, I think... I think he went first. Because I think he normal summoned Hanzo. Oh. And I just valored it. And he just set four and passed. Jeez. Right. Which is not necessarily like a normal thing for that deck. Yeah, no. So he sets four, he passes. It gets to my turn with like about a minute, maybe less. Uh-huh. And I go, okay, well, I know he's running Imperm. There's probably an Imperm or two, maybe possibly two back there. You know, probably some kind of, some some ninjutsu arts. Yeah. So I go uh, Special Vishuda, uh, Link 1, off Link Vishuda away, make Monk, mm-hmm. activate Vishuda, bounce Hanzo, and then I normal summon Mo Yi, activate effect, and I get Imperm. I look up at the clock, and there's like, Five seconds left. I'm like, battle phase. Sure. Okay. Time gets called. And I go, attack with Mo Yi. Or I... Did I say attack with Mo Yi or... No, I, I think I attacked with... Uh, what you call it? Taya? Monk. Monk, okay. Yeah. I attacked with one of them. It doesn't matter which. Yeah, yeah you're, you're going for a direct attack. to Because your time's called, you're in your battle phase. You just gotta yeah. do light point damage and you win. He activated this ninja trap card... Oh no, is it the one that lets him just fusion summon? No, it yeah. he activated a ninja trap card that summons like like he like discards Hanzo or like destroys mm-hmm. it out of his hand or field or something like I don't mm-hmm. know, it was weird. And he can summon ninja monsters whose combined levels equal the level one from his deck. Yeah, okay, yeah. So that he can summon three monsters from his deck. A level one, a level one, and a level two. Right. 
So I'm, I'm just looking. I'm like, what, 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 what. all in defense mode. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then he was, he activated one of them to fusion, to make oh. a bigger guy. I'm just like, dude. So he ended up in a draw. I had other plays I could have made in main phase, but, but it's like, like I was out of time and I needed to go to battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like had you had like another thirty seconds, you probably would have won there, no matter what. I don't, I don't know. Honestly, I would have had to think about lines to play into four back that, row. That's fair. That's fair. So, but regardless, game, game three, we went in with like almost no time left. Yeah. So, that's fair. It was a tie. All right, round two. My round two was against... Da, 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 da. DDD. Oh, okay. Da, da, da. Yeah. yeah, DDD. Um, I I lose the die roll again, and he goes full board up to his negate. He, he has one negate and a back row. Mm-hmm. I go, cool, drop for turn. Gamma Seal. Nice. Gamma Seal was MVP all day. Really? Yeah. Okay. Hilariously so. And I'm like... And I, I just go full board, uh, beat over my own Gamma Seal, and he has no cards in hand, one back row. Pass. And he's looking at it and goes, game two. Yeah. Because uh, I, 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 cause I dropped... Like resi- like, in this like resigned voice, just game two. Yeah, because uh, during his standby, um, he was also running the contracts. He was going to take like 3,000 damage from his contracts. Mm-hmm. And he had... 2600 life points left or something yeah <laughs> so he was just gonna die the game was over me passing was me reducing his life points to zero because then he'll take 3000 yeah so game two he he's sitting there going 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 and i just go and like and he ends up with two of the level five fusion mm-hmm. and i go right here he's like don't do it Please don't. I'm like, Nibiru. He's Oof. Like, he's like, no. So I go full board and I bounce the token with Argo with uh, Argo Aquanaut. Mm-hmm. Game. Okay. Uh via me being able to make t- uh Bahamut Toad, so Bahamut direct, Toad direct, Aquanaut direct for game. Because that's like t- two four and then four thousand from Argonaut. So Yeah. I got him. Uh round two I played against Nishiri Runic. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, game one, I got advantage out of the game. As you do. Yeah. Game. No, game one, I. Wait. No, I. Hmm. I won game one. Oh. Game two, I made a misplay and got advantage out of the game. As it happens. Uh, basically, I had a situation where my hand is basically like Moi, Longyon, Taya, and a name. Okay. And I had him under anti-magic arrows. Oh. Yeah, I went second. And I anti-magic arrows him. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I guess. And I went to uh, the uh, main phase two. And I should have, what I should have done was uh, use the, uh, I, I normally saw in Moi. Mm-hmm. And I did Moi reveal Longyan, summon Chishao, Chishao one Moi two, and I searched. The goal was to discard the Sword Soul Sacred Summit mm-hmm. to or to discard Taya with Longyan, and, and then, but use Chishao to search Sacred Summit, right? So that way yeah. I can use Sacred Summit to bring back Taya. Yeah, but I've put myself under any magic arrows, so you can't. Activate I can't. Summit. I can't activate Summit, right? So, what I ended up doing was just do Baron pop Fountain, and then Hugin saved Fountain. Yeah. And so I lost game two, because after that, I just lost. Yeah. Game three, I ended up... Um, game three, I ended up... I went bored. Uh, I went... I So, I went for... I had to use a Shuna in my combo. Mm-hmm. So my board was Cheng Yang with Chi Shao Blackout. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think it was going to be that bad because 
having Cheng Ying is pretty solid when I can use Blackout to pop two, and then use Cheng Ying to banish the fountain and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I have a Chi Xiao for the Hugin, and you know, like I've got things I can definitely do. Mm -hmm. But, um, and I had a Solemn Judgment because I sided it in with, a, we had 11 minutes left going into game three. So I sided in Solemn Judgment. No, I didn't have Blackout, I just had Solemn Judgment. Mm -hmm. But I still figured it was enough. I figured Judgment, Chi Xiao, Cheng Ying is enough. Yeah. Well, he goes standby main battle evenly. And I said, okay, well, at least I had the Solemn Judgment. Yeah. And he had a second evenly. Oh, no. And then I'm down 4,000 life against Runic Stun with one card. And I'm like, okay, this is over, you know? Yeah. I'll sure. play it for a few turns to see if I can squeak something out. But because there's no reason not to. But, like, this is over. Yeah, that there's really not much you can do there. Mm, nothing. So round three, I'm just gonna say my round three really quick because there's so little to talk about here. Oh, okay, fair enough. My round three, I played against Trickstar. Oh, but you're... like Trickstar, Trickstar. Uh, okay. Game one, all I saw was a, was a single Fenrir, and I beat it. And I said, okay, maybe it's cash. Yeah. So I sided in uh, three Curry Caras because I was going second, and then he did a tr bunch of Trickstar stuff. Oh, no. And then he burned me a bunch. Oh, no. And then he did Reincarnation Troll. No. Do you know how that works? Yeah. Sorry, because we were not in the game when this yeah. was a thing. So, doesn't Trickstar Reincarnation, like, make... I I think it... Doesn't it, like, make you, the opponent, draw cards, too? And then he can just troll you afterward? So, Trickstar Reincarnation mm -hmm. says that um, you discard your whole hand mm -hmm. and draw that many cards yeah and then afterward he draws you but if you're under droll you just discard your whole hand oh yeah oh so what he did is that he waited for you to add something to hand droll. and then he activates reincarnation and then he activates droll well no you'd have you'd have no. to you'd have, you'd have no. to do. activate reincarnation chain droll chain droll because it's like I activate, uh, my brain is under the was under the assumption that Droll has to has to, goes goes whatever reason on the same chain as the search. I don't know why. No, no, it, it's it late. triggers in resolution. Yeah, it's late and I'm tired. It's it's right. it's like Tori where it, as long as it's happening, I activate any, any point in that chain. Basically, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So you just discard your whole hand and you're. Yeah. So it's. Chain link one reincarnation, chain link two droll. And yeah. game two, he gets me. I, I start my turn with desires. Okay. So I have seven cards in my hand and ten cards banished. So half my deck is gone. Yeah. And he gets me with it. Again? And then game three, he gets me with it again. So I, I won game one. He gets me with yeah. the game two. And then gets you again game three. And gets me again game three. Wow. In almost the same way. I just I activated emergence. Bro. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. It, game three, it was literally, I, if I'm not mistaken, he even lead me and then did, and then just did that, like set it all, set it yeah. all up. And then I had like th two or three cards in my hand and I activated emergence and he did it again. And it's Bro. just no cards on field. It's like, pfft. yeah, good game, brother. Uh, my this round was fun. Yeah. My round three is up against Kishtira. Okay. So you played a, Real deck, that's cool. Yeah, my opening hand was all gas and a nib. Okay. So I go, if your rise heart passes, I lose. You know, instead of smashy rock, that's gassy rock. Yeah. Gas like a nib. Yeah, like, like literally, if he just rise heart passes, I win. Yeah. And he goes normal summon unicorn. Effect. Search birth. Okay. Special fin rear. He just had the Fender in hand. Effect. Search is the level four one. Normal Summons level four uses his effect. I'm like, cool. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. And I check it. Okay, it's managed face down. So this one, I don't know if he's just going to Rise Heart Pass. Yeah. And banishes him face down. He goes, cool. Rise Heart Pass. And I go, mmm. Better draw an imperm. More gas. Yeah. My hand is like Spring Girl, Blue Tang, Pascalis. The issue is I don't have a way to handle the Arise Heart. Meaning, as soon as I... So, like, if I Normal Summon and then Link 1... Sure. He can just immediately banish my Link. Because 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever I normal summon just get banished, then banish, steal it. I'm done. Right. And so I make the prerogative to just kind of go without doing anything. Let's go to game two. Sure. Don't reveal. Don't reveal anything. He's like, oh no. <laughs> and he saw he's like eight cards. <laughs> oh yeah, because he has no idea. All he knows is that he's going second. Yeah. So I open uh Imperm goes in Pascalis. Blue okay. Tang. Good stuff. Good stuff. Or no, 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 no. That's a different game. This game I opened. Imperm goes in. C-Nettle. Dive. And I don't remember my fifth card was. So basically, it was unplayable. It was a, yeah, it was it was unplayable. Last card was Gamma Seal. Unplayable. Sure. I sent Imperm. Set goes in pass. He's, he begins by a special unicorn. I go, goes in. He goes, oh. Enter battle, affect a unicorn to peek at your extra deck. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to need this imperm later. If I top deck, the, if I top deck a name, I have con- I can play. I do not draw it. So, uh, well, yeah, unfortunately, I didn't draw a name. But he had to be a unicorn. I just, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to let him do it. He gets to look at my extra deck. And he said, and he looks and sees I'm Orenzas. He goes, oh, that explains the goes in match. Okay, um, I don't know what to banish here. He ends up banishing one of my blue slugs. Okay. Solid choice, but for I have, sure, for sure. But I have two of them. Today's episode is brought to you by ETB Games. ETB Games is of course our locals in Alexandria, Louisiana. They are our one-stop shop for all of our card game needs. They have singles and sealed product for the games that you love like Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic the Gathering, and Pokemon. Of course, you can also find the accessories that you need such as sleeves, binders, play mats, and more. And if you're into D&D, well, they have all of your D&D figurines, the paint for the figurines, dice, books, and anything that you would need to play. So, be sure to check out ETB Games. There's a link in the description down below. And now, back to today's episode. Um by the way, I did not know that ultra rare blue slugs were so expensive. Yeah. They're like 8 or 9 dollars. It's the highest rarity. Still. So he swings for 25 damage, passes. Because he's locked into wind. Yeah. Draw for turn. I don't think secret rare chi shows are eight or, or eight dollars. And I draw and I, I draw into like a veiler. And I'm like, pass. He goes, I literally can't play. They are not. You get a secret rare chi shout cheaper. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh he goes, draw, standby. Main, battle, effect. I'm like, I can't let him banish both my blue slugs. Imperm. He goes, all right, cool. Swing for 25 again. So, I've ta- so I'm Valid. at 3K. I'm at 3K. Pass. Draw. I finally get a name. Finally get a name. I'm in the game. Problem. It's Sleepy Maiden. Worst one. Worst one. She's level five. Can't normal summon her. Crap. Oof. Uh, so I set the sea nettle. Pass. Hope for the best. Hope for the best. He enters battle. I fan it out. And he goes to banish Aquanaut. Not my other blue slug. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. Interesting. I can still play. <laughs> okay. I can still play. Um, And we're going back and forth like this for a while. And finally, I get a name. It's Pascalis. But I have Dive. Normal Sun Pascalis, Link 1. I, I Link Climb into Marbled Rock. And and that's about as far as I can extend is into Marbled Rock. And I'm like... And I and, and I have a Marincess in hand. So I can stop the battle phase, at least. Stop the battle phase. I can keep from just crashing to unlock himself from, be, in, from wins. Sure. And he enters battle. Or, well, he'll, he'll still crash, but I just... I won't lose my Marbled Rock, but he'll lose his Unicorn. Uh, he does it. Whatever. And then he goes... And then we're just kind of grinding back and forth. It's a long, complicated game, but it was fun. And eventually gets down to... I have an Anemone with three equips off Battle Ocean. Um, And he's back on Unicorn again because of birth. Mm-hmm. And... I'm like, okay, he's got one card in hand. One. Yeah. I have no cards in hand, 
And I know that that card is a second birth. Because he searched it. I know what it is. At this point, I think I'm safe to just swing. Yeah. I swing over Unicorn. Pass. He draws. Normal summon a uh, uh, Fenrir. Because mm-hmm. of birth. I'm like, oh no. Effects. Sir. Effect, search Fenrir, special Fenrir. Effect, search uh, Scareclaw, special Scareclaw. Mm-hmm. Inner battle. And I'm like, Valor, that one, at, before the end of main. He goes, okay, cool. Attempt inner battle again. You're good. Attack the one that wasn't Valored. Wave. He goes, oh. I take damage. Pa- uh, pass. I go, cool. Draw, effect, get back, wave pass and then at this point it's just i'm waving him every single turn as he's attempting <laughs> to get fingers off yeah oh it's uh eventually though he, i don't remember exactly what he does but he forces me to wave in a in a bad situation in a bad spot and then chains i don't remember what he i don't remember exactly what he did but he like I activated wave. He changed something to wave, and it got rid of my anemone. Yeah. So from there, he he had lethal. Very okay. good game. Very good back and forth. But that was my round three. What about your round four? Uh, my round four was sprite. So game one, I opened no hand traps. Okay. I opened. I did have, but I have a gamma seal. He goes full board. But he messes up his combo, I think, because he ends on Gigant Sprint. Mm-hmm. Pass. Or no, 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 no. I had an imperm, and I impermed his uh, Gigant, and he couldn't do anything. So you made Sprint pass. He had Sprint Gigant. Uh, Jufer turned Gamma Sealed Sprint. Climbed up, and I was looking at him, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. I see the line to an OTK here. And I climb up into Zelantis. Or no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I climb up into Zelantis. I normal summon Pascal, a special blue tang. He Book of Eclipses them both. Uh-huh. Spring Girl and I just go off, do my thing. Um, climb up into Zelantis. Effect of Zelantis. And I'm waterlocked. Effect of Zelantis. And I explained to him the weird thing with Zelantis and being waterlocked. Mm-hmm. And also Gamma Seal. Sure. And I and I put my new monsters on board. Gamma Seal, uh, blue tang, Pascalis, and... Zelantis, and he's like, "Well, you don't have game." I was like, "I actually do." Make Bahamut, effect a Bahamut Toad, two, yeah. four, six, eight. Boom, get him game one. Game two, he goes full board again, and it's back and forth again, and then I lose in time, unfortunately. So it's a draw. That's rough. Yeah. So it ends up a draw. That was my one draw all day with Sprite Melfi. Yeah. So my round four was against a a literal child. Yes. Uh, very nice kid. Mm-hmm. He was there with his dad. His dad was playing uh, on the other side of the room, and he was playing where I was with an uh, a o two one record. Yeah. The kid was very nice. He was playing an Eldritch Shadal pile thing. I mean, it's a cool deck. 60 cards, yeah. wrong size sleeves. Mm. It was something. But it was very nice. Yeah. So that was my only win of the day, though. Yeah. Uh, my round five was also your round five. Yeah. We played against each other round five. Yeah. And I just drew the turbo nuts and two Odin before the match lips got passed around in like ten minutes. Yeah, it was it was tragic. Yeah. Uh I don't fully remember what happened in game one, do you? No, I'll be honest. I think you just made board pass and you couldn't break it. Uh I won the die roll. Yeah, you did, yeah. Because it was the only die roll I won all day. Yeah. I didn't lose. I didn't win a single die roll all day. I think you just even lead me. That yeah yeah, yeah that, like evenly evenly Gamazil imperm. No no that was game two. Oh yeah so I'm sorry I'm sorry. Game one you just had evenly Gamazil. Game two you had all three. Yeah yeah yeah. And 
literally by the time match lips got there it was over yeah which they got there like what 10, 10 minutes, minutes man, yeah maybe. That, it'd be what it'd be yeah or no, no no game one i no 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 yeah no that was it yeah i keep thinking i drolled he was like no i drolled uh my round six which was math mech um because i was mating drill game one he like normal summon did a search and i went draw he goes oh pass cool i do my thing um game two it i don't fully remember but it was it came down to can he stick a math mech name if he can stick a math mech name he's got it yeah and or no 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 that's not what happened that was game that was part of game one and he couldn't stick at night no 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 he did stick it eventually and win game two um he went full board with like ip mascarena um link disciple i think no 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 update jammer no it was mascarena a link two and a link one monster yeah or uh, not a link one monster and like some other monster and a set super factorial. Yeah. I go stand by main battle before end of main. He activated a super factorial made, uh, the Xyz mm-hmm. effect, try and snipe it. And he whiffed. Oof. And I go attempt battle. He goes before end of main and makes an Appaloosa. Mm-hmm. Like a three to get Apo. I go cool. And he looks at me and goes, no, you didn't have, you had, you had an imperm, not an evenly. I was like, and I just kind of stared at him. Just this look of, I took this one card. I was being very dramatic because because we had time. <laughs> yeah. And I went, normal summon blue blue t- uh, blue slug activate effect. He's like, oh, thank God. Uh, negate. Yeah. With, with Valor. I'm like, oh. Oh, before I do that, though, I gamma sealed his uh, math mech Ixies. Yeah. So he couldn't use utilize that. Normal summon effect negated with a uh, Valor. I'm like, ugh, of course you had it. Link one into uh link one linked one into um uh blue into a uh, Sea Angel. Chain link one Sea Angel, chain link two, blue slug. Yeah. He goes chain link three, Appaloosa negate, the blue tang, chain link four, Valor. Yeah. I'm like, the man has everything. Oh my god. I don't have a spring girl. I don't have a seahorse. I don't have any other way to play. Which is less than ideal. <laughs> yeah. I enter battle, swing over uh, Appaloosa, because it's at like 800 attack now. Yeah. And pass, and he just goes. He has no cards in hand. Draw, normal summon diameter. You got it. He just top decked full combo. I'm like, you got it. Good game, dude. He, he gets me, by the way, both times via update jammer into access code. Because that's what the deck does. It's fine. It It is what it is. Yeah. So I drop from there. So overall, I had a good time. Mm-hmm. So did I. Uh, I wish that <laughs> we had known that was going to happen before we went. Yeah. But uh, on the way back... Yo, this is also my first time in a long time where my round one wasn't flu under ease. Yeah, that's that's an, that's an insane thing to say. And it's hero. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, overall, uh, I had a good time. The way back was really, really rough because of how little sleep we had. Yeah, but we did it. We made it. Yeah, we made it safely. I had to pull over and dunk a bottle of water on my head, like yeah. an ice cold bottle of water out the ice chest. Yeah. But it's okay. We got there. I think, though, that we should go ahead and try to move on and get to our next topic. Heck yeah, new cards. Because we spent about twice the amount of time on that that we meant to. Yeah. So, uh, first off, let's talk about the OTS Tournament Pack 2022. So, they have announced the next OTS pack. And all we know for certain at the moment 
is the description which is thrust into action with brand with OTS 2020 or OTS pack 22 and introducing three new ultimate rare cards including branded fusion summon your fusion monsters with flare and keep an eye out for more cards that work with fallen of albaz and cyberstorm access the despia branded strategy has many cards available in high rarity and now you can upgrade the integral part of the deck as well get ready to bling out your deck and collect the new ultimate rares in OTS 22 so we don't know the exact set size yet, yeah. But we know that it is launching on July nineteenth. Yeah, and we also know that the uh, that one of the ulties is branded fusion, obviously. Yes, that's so, about all we know so far. And I'm gonna be honest; I think one of them is gonna be gigantic sprite. Probably. I'm calling my shot right now. Yeah. I'm not even calling my shot. Uh, actually, Jerome McHale, who's one of the lead designers for the game, he was. It was during the YCS LA, and he was on the casting and mm -hmm. commentary. And he literally, somebody summoned Gigantic Sprite, and he goes, oh, wow, yeah, is that the ultimate rare Gigantic Sprite? Oh, my goodness, wow, that is that is really nice looking, you know? And it's like, uh, the card doesn't have an ultimate rare yet. Yeah, I see what you're doing. Yeah, leaks, leaks, brother, leaks. It, it, and it's late that he can just go, oh, my mistake. I was commenting on it because I didn't think it had an ulti. Yeah. So, next, let's go ahead and start covering cards that we just haven't covered yet because I was in London and yeah. then we were busy. Yeah. So, first we have Valence Wave Master Phase. This is a continuous trap. This is, And I think everything here is out of Duelist Nexus. It should, uh, yeah, I think it is. Once Maybe per turn. One card isn't. Yeah. Once per turn, if a card in the monster zone moves to another monster zone, you can activate one of these effects. All level 5 or higher Valence monsters you currently control gain 1200 attack. Or send this face-up card from your spell and traps into the graveyard. Target one effect monster in your opponent's main monster zone. Place that opponent's monster face-up as a continuous spell in their spell and trap zone in its column. If the zone is occupied, destroy the occupying card. That could be funny. Yeah. What if the occupying card can't be destroyed by card effects? Or just can't be destroyed? Then it's not a valid zone that you can move it into, is what I would say. Yeah, so then what, it would just, the monster would just go to the grave, or, or is you it not a valid? You have to move to a different zone. It's not a valid zone to attempt to move it to. You have to attempt to move it to a different one. But it specifically says you can only move it to the zone in its column. So may, that made that point, it just be an invalid target. You just can't target it. I don't know. It, it might... That's that, going to be a Konami rulings thing. It might also just be a, be a situation where there is no card like that, where that could ever come up. Yeah, I've never seen a card that said a spell trap card that says this card can't be destroyed by card effects. Yeah. But if you use one of our other cards later, then it might not be destroyed by card effects. It might be game mechanic. Oh, too. that's true. Destroyed by game mechanic. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next uh, we have wipeout trap hole. Ooh, wipeout. Love that. that that's a wipeout. Yeah. Um, Sorry. All right, so the normal trap. Uh, one, when your opponent summons a monster with 1,500 or less attack, banish that monster or monsters with 1,500 or less attack face down. It's literally the uh, the a reverse bottomless. Yeah, where it's not like it's like 1,500 or below instead of above, and it banishes it face down instead of face up. Yeah, yeah. If you go if you go walking down the street and you fall into a bottomless hole, well, the hole is bottomless. But if you wipe out, it just means like you slipped and fell. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, next we have Thestalos, the Shadow Firestorm Monarch. Ooh. It's cool looking. Man. Speaking of Thestalos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, level 10 Fire Pyro Effect Monster. So now we're going up into the level 10 uh, yeah. Monarchs. It was... 6, 8, now 10. Yeah, which makes me wonder if we're going to get a, a Monarch 12. Structure Deck retrain. Oh, yeah, with all the new 10s. Maybe even, like a, cool. maybe even like a level 12. Keep in mind, you say with all the new 10s, the original structure deck did not have them all in it. Ooh, fair. The, the original Monarch structure deck only had Erebus. Uh, <laughs> Erebusy. Uh, did not have. It had Erebus and Ether, and yeah. it had the hands, like the little yeah, yeah. squires. Yeah, little, two, yeah, little, little level, squires. Four, level four and two dudes, yeah. Yeah, but it did not have Mithra? Is that it? Mithra and. Oh, maybe. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. It didn't have, like, Thestalos, the Mega Monarch. It didn't have oh. Ryza. Yeah, it didn't have all yeah. of those. Anyway. Huh. 
This is a level 10 fire pyro effect monster, 3,000 attack, 1,000 defense. You can tribute summon this card by tributing one monster your opponent controls and one tribute summoned monster you control. It's pretty ballin' actually. That's, that's awesome. If this card is tribute summoned, you can banish one random card from your opponent's hand. Then if you do, inflict 1,000 damage to them. Then, if this card was tribute summoned by tributing a level 8 or higher monster, you can banish one card on the field. And if it is a fire or dark monster card, inflict damage to your opponent equal to its original level times 200. And if you do that... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for another and if you do. Yeah, what on earth? Okay, so... You can tribute it with one of your opponent's monsters, burn them, you they, you banish a card from their hand, burn them, ban then banish a card on the field, burn them again, possibly. Yeah, and... Like, the whole thing is that it's supposed to be, like, a fusion oh, of... Oh, and Caius. And I'm just gonna say... It looks like it. It looks sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Card looks just... Amazing. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't find the adjective. All right. Next, we have some Visa Starfrost support. Yep. Uh, first card is Mana Dome Tr Trid. Uh, Fairy Fire Tuner Effect Monster. Zero attack. 1500 defense. Level 2. Interesting. No, not 200. Just zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Tuner. You said Tuner. Yeah, I said Tuner. They said 200, like it has 200 yeah. attack. Uh, you can only special Sorry. summon with the first effect of this card's name once per turn. You can only use the second effect of this card's name once per turn. If you control a Visa Starfrost or a monster with 1,500 attack, 2,100 defense, the other Visa Starfrosts, mm -hmm. like the other forms of them, um, you can special summon this card from your hand. Two, if this card is destroyed by a Battle card effect, special summon a Mana Dome Tuner from your deck. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, next up, we have... Veda Karantha, Dark Warrior, twenty level 8, 2,500 attack, 2,100 defense. If you can only use the first second effect of this card's name each once per turn. If a card on the field is destroyed by a card effect and Visa Starfrost is on the field, you can special summon this card from your hand. Then you can add one clear new world from your deck or graveyard to your hand. Two, if another monster in your possession is destroyed by a card effect, you can target one monster your opponent controls, destroy it. And if you do, this card gains attack equal to the original monster that monster's original attack until the end of the turn. Weird. Hmm. Alright, next we have Visus Amritara. Light Warrior Synchro Tuner. Effect Monster. Level 8, 2500 attack, 2100 defense. Synchro Tuner. Interesting. Uh, one tuner, one... Or one or, I'm sorry. One tuners. One plus one, tuners. One or more tuners. One or plus. more tuners, and then one light monster. Hmm. You can only use the second and third effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, this card's name becomes Visa Starfrost while in the monster zone. Two, if this card is Synchro Summoned, you can add one spell trap that be, that mentions Visa Starfrost from your deck to your hand. Three, during your main phase, you can destroy one monster you control. Also, for the rest of this turn, all Synchro monsters you control will gain 800 attack. Hmm. Weird. Hmm. Uh, next up is the Worlds as One normal spell. You can only activate one card of this card's name per turn. Activate one of these effects. Special summon a monster with 1,500 attack, 2,100 defense from your graveyard, or shuffle five of your monsters that are banished face up, that are banished face up on your field, and or in your graveyard into the deck of Visa Star Frost and four monster of 1,500 attack, 2,100 defense. And if you do, summon a Visa Synchro monster from your extra deck. It is treated as a Synchro summon. Okay. What are the four planets? Uh, Wraith Soth. Uh, I am picturing the artwork for the Scareclaw one, but the name is escaping me. Can uh, you tell me the four ar archetypes? Yeah, it's Scareclaw, Tierlament, um, Kashtira, and then Manadome. No, Manadome is not the last one. No, it's the new one. No, no, no. There, we already had four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Manadome is the fifth one. No. Yeah, Manadome is... No, it's not. No. I'm saying it's the new... Because there was four before. Manadome is number five. No, it's not. The next card is number five. Oh, the you're talking about the worlds, not the archetypes. Yeah. Yeah, because... Uh, yeah, that would be the Manadome's planet. Okay, so... Yeah, we have the Scarecrow planet, Tierlament. Which is Raysoth. No, that's Kashtira. Okay, so it's Kashtira, one is Raysoth. Yeah. Then you have the Scareclaw one, which is Reichphobia. Reichphobia. And then Tierlament's Pearl. Perlino. Perlino. And then Therion. Therion is part of the archetype? 
Yeah, Therian is part of the the, the story. I thought he was part. I thought Therian was part of the Spriggan's archetype, or not the archetype, but like part of the Spriggan's Spriggan's uh, lore. Albaz. Yeah, Albaz lore. It is. All is connected. What's the? Well, what who's what's the visas for them? Um, the Therion Discoliseum. No, like who's their visa start form of visa Starfrost? What are you talking about? Because the four archetypes all have their form of Visa Starfrost with 1500 attack, 2100 defense. There's Visa Starfrost, Rise Heart, um, and I don't remember what it is for Scareclaw and uh, Tier Lament. Where they have like a little level 4 dude with 1500 attack, 2100 defense that do their thing. You know what I mean? I guess? So... Okay. Unless we're missing, unless we're both missing a p uh, diff two different keys here. Okay, so primitive planet Reichphobia. Yeah. Um. Each field spell uses this this motif. Okay, hold on. Reichphobia is the first one. Yeah. Then Paralino, the second one, which is tier element. Third one is mm, okay. I don't know them all. I thought. What was the third I th one? I thought theory. Well, it was Perlino. Was the third one? Um, hold on. <laughs> First is Reichphobia, yeah. then Perlino, and then then it would be Reichphob. Then it would be Reichphobia. No. First was Reichphobia. Second is Perlino. Yeah. Raysoth. Raysoth. So this is the fourth planet. Yes, which makes me wonder if there's another one that we that we're not talking about, which would be in Syac. Syac, Cyberstorm Access. Oh yes, okay, yeah. So Manadome is the fourth archetype. Yeah, because no, this is this, this is from Duel's Nexus, which is after Syac. Oh okay, yeah. Um, you know because it's because Scareclaw's Manadome, Manadome is already in this one. Yeah. So Manadome is from Syac. Yeah. So yeah, it's just more. It's just they got another card. Okay. So it's Scareclaw at Link, Tierlament at Fusion, Cashtira uh, at Ixe. So this is their Manadome, the Sacral archetype. Okay. So Manadome, Hearless, and Manadome Meek depict orbs on a tree. Yeah. And the planet is the tree itself. We, I remember. And each of the orbs depicts the different worlds. So one orb shows Reichphobia, and okay. one sh one world, oh, or one orb shows Paralino. Yggdrasil, weird. And Mana Dome Ruimheart is the one that observes these worlds. No, oh, okay. And. Uh, Ruimheart has fifteen hundred attack, twenty one hundred defense. Yes. Yeah, he used the Visa Starfrost. Yes. Um, and it is in depth and weird. Yeah, it's very funky. And my alarm went away, so I don't know how much time we have. All right. Uh, so real quick, let me just read about five minutes at most. Yeah. Okay. So the world is one normal spell. You can only activate one card with the same. Oh, we already read this one. Yeah, so the next one would be... I want to read the planet. Okay. All right, next we have Pristine Planets Amritara. So, uh, the world as one is a picture of, like, Visas combining all the worlds. Yeah. And then you have this, which is, instead of primitive planets, pristine planets. Oh, uh, he's doing it to create Visas Amritara. Yes. You activate this card only if you control Visa Starfrost. Once per turn, if a monster or monsters you control is destroyed by battle or card effect and sent to the graveyard or banished, you can activate one of these effects. This is a field spell. Mm -hmm. One, special summon one of them in defense position. Two, one tuner on the field against attack equals a half the attack of one of them. Three, shuffle one of them into the deck, and if you do draw one card. Four, shuffle this card into the deck, and if you do, add one field spell from your graveyard to your hand. Oh, so you can sit there and recycle your other planets. Yes. Uh, next up, we have a normal trap, new world formation. Uh, you can only normal trap. You can only use the first, second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One target a spell trap that mentions Visa Star Frost in your graveyard. Set it, and if it is a trap or quick play spell, you can activate it this turn. Ooh. Two, you can banish this card from your graveyard. Then target three spell traps that mention Visa Star Frost in your graveyard, except New World Formation. Shuffle them back into the deck. 
All right. Lastly, we have New World Full of Stars. I like the artwork shows like Visa's Starfrost in his new form. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Like, I'm really digging these. Like talking lore. down to his other three, his Scareclaw, uh, his Scareclaw, Keshtira, and Tirlament forms. Yeah. Which is neat. Um, continuous strike. You only see second effect once per turn. The first time each of your monsters will be destroyed by a battle. While you control a Visa Starfrost, they are not. Uh, two, during your end phase, if you control a Visa Starfrost, target one monster in your graveyard, shuffle into the deck. Or if you control a Tuner Synchro Monster, add it to your hand instead. Interesting. All right, next we have. Did I just exit out of it? Is it. It's a yeah, potato? Yeah, it's Mystic Potato. All right. Uh, Mystic Potato, which is a, this is the V Jump promo. We've talked yeah. about it before. Uh, level 4, 1400 attack, 1100 defense. We have one, effect now, basically. Yeah. If this card is destroyed, if this card on the field is destroyed by card effect and sent to the graveyard, you can special summon one dark monster with 1500 or less attack from your deck in defense position, except Mystic Tomato. This can summon Mystic Mystic Tomato. Oh, except Mystic Potato. Yeah, this thing can summon Mystic Tomato, too. Yes, it can. Next, we have the Corrupted Gem of Rebellion, Snake Eye. So... This is a normal spell card, also to be released in uh, Dune, Duels Nexus. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. One, target one face-up monster on the field. Place it face-up in its owner's spell and trap zone as a continuous spell. What? So, theoretically... Wait, 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 wait. If you put Yazi in your opponent's spell trap zone... Well, they're Yazi. Yeah, they're Yazi. Mm -hmm. And then use that, use that other card from earlier... To try to move something back into the Yazi zone. Can Yazi not be? Well, no, no, because. Uh, oh I, no! It just can't be targeted by your opponent's card effects. Yeah, it's not. Tar it's being targeted there. <laughs> but also, I think monsters lose their monster effects when they're spell traps. Are they? Do they? Because that's because that's why pendulum monsters don't get their pendulum their monster effects while they're in the pendulum zone. Yeah, but pendulum cards are different. That's fair. Um, like I'm not. I'm, however, this. I mean, what about the crystal beasts? Some of them have like effects. That trigger when they're on the field. Yeah, but they don't get them while they're in the spell trap zone. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. None of their effects trigger when they're in spell trap zone. The nearest, th um, like, uh, Ruby Carbuncle and Cobalt and a uh, Cobalt Peg, no, Sapphire Pegasus activate on summon. Uh, Tortoise just lets you ignition, switch attack and defense position, which he can't activate on the spell trap zone. I, Amber Man. Uh, Topaz Tiger buffs his own attack. Amber Mammoth does piercing, I think. How do you know this? There's a short time where I had most of the deck. Yeah, but like, how do you just remember all of this? Mm hmm. Okay. Oh, this does bring up uh, something hilarious that if your opponent makes like something, something like a Mirror Jade that says you can only control one copy of it and they put it in the spell trap zone, it doesn't get its effect off anymore and they can't summon another one because they control that one. Yeah. Still hilarious. Okay, wow. We are going to have a great. Oh, yo. Do you want to do all these cards on the next episode? Uh, we did skip one, one of. Yeah, no, we'll we do didn't. those next episode, but we do have one more one no, of. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. What did we skip? Slept near the Runic Main. Oh, I accidentally exited out of that one. Yeah. Okay. I'll read it then. Uh, okay. Level 9 Light Beast Fusion, 1500 attack, 1500 defense. Materials, two runic monsters. Never going to happen. You can only use the first and second effect this card's name each once per turn. During your uh, main phase, during your main phase or your opponent's battle phase, quick effect. Target a face of the monster they control, banish it, and this card until the end phase. So they can come back later. Yes. Two, if your opponent adds a card or cards from the deck to the hand, special summon a runic token. Fairy Light, level 4, 1500 attack, 1500 defense in attack position. Hey, yo. They get free tokens. Uh, overall, I think Slepnir is like fine. It'll just enable an even more combo-centric version of the Runic deck. Definitely. And it tells me that they could absolutely limit or semi-limit Runic Fountain on the upcoming list and not be too concerned about it because it still lets Runic have a pretty fair way to still do some combos yeah it lets the deck function yeah because that's i mean because that'd be like it lets it roll as more of an engine true that's fair <laughs> so um it also allows for more like generic synchros in like uh the nature variant too yeah for sure all right
Let's read our Patreon names. All right. So a huge thank you, of course, to all of our wonderful patrons. And if you want your patron name read out on the podcast, all you have to do is go ahead and check out our patron. It is only a dollar a month to get your name read out. Very low cost. Uh, and also, you can be sh- you can also get every episode, uh, the audio version of every episode, uh, the night before, so about twelve mm-hmm. hours early. And I, I try to I try to get it out by eight as best I can. Yep. And then also, you're gonna have to you're also gonna get an extra episode every week. Mm-hmm. So, with that said, let's go ahead and thank, of course, topping locals with Numeron and never showing your face again. <laughs> Cam Yang, Kane Martin, Zyphorus, Blackwing, Silverwing, the Ascendant is the best floodgate. Cards, Goetia, Dark Magician, the 1980s Fighty Man, do indeed cast Falcon Paunch. Earth Machine, best tech, Epi, has anyone actually read Toy Vendor, HGH Cyber? I am Inklicken. I am McLincoln. If all you have is a cosmic, every problem looks like a floodgate. Monstertron, Mountain Man, Oatmeal Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, Silver Hope, Unbanned Number 95, Konami, Understanding and Reading are two different things. Virtually Saviors, World Rogue, and Tier 2 are the polite terms for bad deck. Aaron Gardner, Asami, Ashless Chaps, Atsuya, Sip of the Silver Castle, Box Wine, come on and get your game on. Duty Booty, Dragon Maidenless Behavior, Dragon Maid Stunzeed. I'm about to wreak a glamour tribute for Cross D's planting nuts in your mouth. Cam, the Hockey Wacky Slush Mixer, Old Man Red, Pin Code 143, Slaking It Up, and Valence Hojo Mama. Thank you all again for your continued support of the podcast. Thank you again to all of our wonderful sponsors. And until next time, have a great week, everybody. Take care, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.